Lives podcast. Hi, ladies, and welcome again to one of our Loose Lips Coaching Panel podcasts. And I am so excited today, girlies, because we have an awesome dating agency coach. Now, I know this is something you have all been waiting for. And especially myself and Linda, we can't, cannot begin to share our excitement about having Francis with us today. So I would love to introduce you to Francis Kelleher. And she is a dating expert from Ireland. She has been a finalist, guys. Unbelievable. When I read this, I just thought, oh, my God, this is awesome. So she's been a finalist in the Connect Kerry Women Business Awards in June 2019. And she is also a columnist for RSVP magazine, which is awesome. So welcome, 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 Francis, to our podcast today. How are you, girly? Thank you so much, Nina. I'm great. And it's such a pleasure to be on, uh, you know, with yourself and you do such good work yourself. And, you know, I see it, you know, even in your group and all that. So it's it's just so great to be here and to, you know, help out your listeners in any way I can. What is it that made you become a dating expert? You know, Nina, I was always interested in in the kind of psychology of the mind. I've said this before, I was always reading books on how to better yourself, you know, how to achieve your goals, how to improve yourself. I'm all for that. And a couple of years ago, I decided then that I would study life coaching. So I became a life coach. That's how I started out. And as time went on, I was coaching people and, and that was grand. I heard while I was coaching people and through the ether, I became aware of the loneliness epidemic. This was way before COVID ever happened. You know, a few people were talking about it. I think you have a, a minister in the UK assigned solely to that. It's such a tragedy and of such epic proportions. So we started talking about it here in Ireland, our government, and they were saying it's a huge thing across us, all ages, all gender, and people are so lonely. They just want to connect. So despite all the technology, all the apps, all the social media, people have never been more lonely. They're acutely lonely. And that just, you know, I suppose struck a chord with me. And the other thing I was seeing is, you know, this woman specifically stood out to me, one client, and she said, you know, Francis, I have everything. I own my own house. I have loads of money. I have my own business. I want for nothing, but I have nobody to share it with. So all this combined brought me into the niche of being a dating coach. And I saw as well, you know, the modern world, you know, it can be tough as in we get caught up, I think, sometimes with chasing the wrong things, career, money, all that. And it doesn't really leave us happy. I mean, all the studies and research shows it's the relationships in your life it's the connections you have in your life that bring true happiness and bring the real quality of life so that's the the long answer to how I became a dating coach that is awesome and the thing is I totally resonate with what you're saying with regards to loneliness because being a relationship coach myself so many women say to me and even me in the past where I felt lonely even when I've been in a relationship. So, you know, if you can feel like that in a relationship, you you 
dare to imagine how people feel when they're not in a relationship. And, you know, I think one of the things that strikes me, and I'm not sure whether you agree with this, Linda, is there's so many people out there that are scared of dating again. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm definitely finding um, because they just don't trust anymore. And people have, you know, different expectations. People aren't meeting people at the right time, right place, right person, all of that. And I think it puts people off a lot of times, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. And I think as well, the way the world is now. And and I just want to ask whether you know any statistics around this, Francis. So nowadays, I personally think a lot of people generally leave from a relationship quicker rather than spending the time trying to resolve the challenge or the conflict that they're having and in order for them to grow more as a couple would you say that it is quite common nowadays for people to date and run than it is to date and stay in a relationship what are your thoughts about that I would agree with that Nina definitely like I don't have any statistics sorry unfortunately I, I can't back it up with stats but just from my own observations, like if you look at even generations before us, like, of course, the culture here in Ireland anyway, wasn't to leave. You know, marriage was for life. The Catholic Church was a huge aspect to that, you know, and you married for life and, and that was it. But I think as well, you know, it's even like I'm beginning to the environment. And even those people, the heroes that I look up to, they even say, and I think it's the same with the relationships, it's just a... Uh, throwaway culture now just don't fix anything just chuck it out and get a new one you know and like you could be all your life doing that nobody's perfect I'm not perfect myself you know I'm sure my husband would say he wanted to chuck me out a couple of times you know we're human and if you look as well I see Sharon Osborne I think she is such an amazing woman and she's not honored enough or looked up to enough all she's gone through with Ozzy and, you know, she was asked, how do you stick this, you know, between there was infidelity and then he got sick and there was other things, you know, and they, they fought an awful, an awful lot. Relationship was, uh, you know, um, passionate, to say the least. And, you know, they, they used fight with passion. And she said, you know, forgive. I just keep forgiving and I keep moving on. I don't live in the past. You know, forgive, forgive, forgive. And I think we've lost that. And I think it's huge in this day and age, it's just the throwaway culture. So I completely agree with that. Yeah, brilliant. And I love yeah. that. I love that how you say it is about forgiving. Do you know what I mean? And and I also think it's about loving with no judgment. So, you know, not having really high expectations, having high standards, that's a different thing. We all need to have high standards. But when we start to really put in those high expectations, I think we're kind of setting ourselves up for a fall, which then causes the conflict, which then, as you say, is a throwaway industry because everybody then decides to up and leave. So, but I just find it really, really fascinating. So Francis, who is it you work with the most? Do you work with women, men, couples? I like I'm a dating coach, so I don't do any like relationship, you know, coaching or anything like that. It's just the dating coaching. So it would be it's funny, you know, Nina, because I even advertise myself as a woman's coach. But I my clientele is 50 50. I get as many men coming to me as women and I can help them too. So I don't turn away any men, you know. So it's single men, single women, you know, any age group, mainly between 28 and 42. That would be the main age group. But I mean, I have 
uh, a couple of months ago, I had a load of 50 year olds on my books, you know, that that age group seems to be um, a large age group at the moment. So it's single men and women, really. What is the main challenge? So obviously it's to do with dating and you, you're working with single men and you're working with single women. What is the main challenge that you come across with these um, people out there looking for relationships? Okay, so this is, I find very interesting because there's a couple of things. People can have a block on themselves. They have a mental block on themselves. It's them who are stopping them meeting somebody. For instance, if somebody had, you know, a very bad breakup, they don't want to get hurt again. So they have that mental block. They're, they're, they want to go out there, but they're afraid. The lack of confidence. They just have that lack of confidence. I had a girl in the USA last year she was a model you should have seen her girls absolutely stunning the most beautiful girl you'd ever see you would say that girl has nothing you know to to have a confidence issue about she was smart she was beautiful she was working internationally as a model so you know she had loads of money her own house everything and you know something happened to her early on in her childhood if you go back it's something that has happened that has left a scar and that these people, for whatever reason, couldn't get over it or they need a bit of support getting over it. And that has affected their confidence. So that would be the reason uh, or another reason. And then the other thing I would see a lot, work as well. Like we say, business women that are working an awful lot of guys that have had their career and a decade has just shot by and they look around and they say, you know, I'm this age and I'm still not married or have kids or a partner. This isn't what I wanted for my life. You know, work took the first place. They're too tired to go out even at night because they're working so many long hours in the office. That It could be just something basic like that. So they would be, you know, a lot of the things I'd see with, with my clients. I find it really interesting, actually, because obviously the three of us here today, this is an awesome combination because we've got a dating coach with Francis we have got a breakup and divorce coach with Linda, and then I'm a relationship coach dealing with <laughs> relationships from the self, working with others. Now, what I find really interesting is what you say with regards to work, because I come across that quite a lot, where women are not as satisfied with their partners or vice versa, because work really does impact your romantic relationships and it is about finding that happy balance but Linda you know with regards to divorce and breakup um, I suppose you come across with that a lot as well with the lack of confidence the lack of trust and moving out of one relationship and that you know dealing with that heartbreak ready to move on to another Absolutely, Nina. And I think it's so important that women, and I mean, this is just from my point of view as well, spend time on themselves, the relationship they have with themselves and dealing with, with issues. But as Francis said, there's deep rooted issues from years ago and whether they're ready to take the cap off that little spot. So it's given them the confidence to even do that when you're coming up against it because I just don't feel personally that you can move forward into another relationship until you've you've just gone through everything or you've got yourself to the point where you're your own best friend you have the best relationship you have your boundaries reset 
you're happy to be with a relationship or without a relationship. And I think you come across then as a very, very different dating partner. Yeah, totally. And Francis, just for the viewers out there, if let's say somebody came to you, because we are going to drop your links in the description as well, and then people can reach out to you if they've got any issues with regards to dating. If somebody came to you and they wanted some dating coaching, what what is your kind of process with them? Well, I do a 360 degree process. I take in their whole life. You know, I do everything. We do their online profile, how to meet people offline. I, you know, go through their whole path. So it's it's their whole life I go through just a, a complete full circle and then we can get a full rounded picture because some people they come to me and they could say you know I don't know how to strike up conversation with a woman this is just an example so they're talking fine to me on the phone they don't seem to have you know a shyness issue I mean you could have a guy that says I'm so shy I've never spoken to a woman in my life that's fair enough we can work on you know the conversation skills building attraction through conversation all that but when you start digging down deeper and getting busy you know, with them, that's not their, their problem at all. It's their own mental block that maybe, the, you know, they can't bring themselves to trust again. Or like, for instance, they've been heartbroken and they're still not over their ex. So sometimes it can appear one way, but when you start diving deeper, it's actually a deeper rooted thing that they have. The reason being is because I have, I've worked with so many women where they come to me with one challenge and that is just not the challenge do you know what I mean and, and when you take them back further and deeper like you say and we I mean I, I master um, changing patterns of behavior so you know when we work on changing the patterns of behavior you can find that there's a simpler thing further deeper down and we kind of tick that or change the habit and then that kind of reflects with the challenge that they originally come to. It's what makes our job so bloody awesome and so unique at what it is we're doing. And I love the fact that the three of us are on here today. And it's all about love because love really does conquer everything, girls. And it is frigging awesome. And I just love the fact that the three of us are having this collaboration today. You know, it's really, really exciting to see whether we can do some more of this collaboration in the future as well, which you know, hopefully the loose lips are going to be developing events across the world um, next year. So it would be brilliant, um, Francis, for you to come and maybe join us on one of those events, which would be spectacular to have your uh, expertise and your knowledge with us as well. Lydia, have you any more questions for Francis before we go? Just how many weeks do you tend to coach your clients and how do they get in touch with you? Yeah, I'm on every social media platform. And my website is www.franciskellerhercoaching.com. Reach out to me. You know, I'd love to help whoever needs a bit of help. Brilliant. Brilliant. And do you sort of individualize it for the, the client? Yes, it's bespoke because, you know, I, I love working one-on-one -on -one and I think it's a very effective way to work especially, you know, with the things being, sometimes it can be very sensitive and, you know, it's confidential, obviously. So that, that way works very well, I find. So, yes. Has your business increased since the pandemic? The, for, uh, we were in lockdown here now a few times. We're only just coming out of it. 
thank God people are <laughs> sick of it here. We're sick of it. But look, it's the same everywhere around the world. But the first lockdown, I got much busier and I couldn't believe it myself. And, you know, other people couldn't believe it. Like one client even said to me, you know, I was lonely before the lockdown, but now I am acutely lonely and I don't want to be in another lockdown again on my own. And I don't, you know, want to be on my own in my life. So she, you know, she told me I'm making a huge effort into getting out there when we do open up or even meeting online. You know, I even suggest that to people. I say, get online now, even though we're in lockdown and set up the real dates for when we get out. Definitely the first lockdown, it was much busier. Now this last lockdown, and I suppose people, you know, people running out of money here and all that. So it did get a bit quieter for the second lockdown, but the first lockdown, it exploded, which was, I thought, very shocking because we all thought it'd be the opposite you know but yeah. thank god things are, are busier again you know people are, are optimistic you know which is great because you could be very pessimistic about things you know over a year of lockdown is is hard going it is it is hard and i've noticed that a lot of people have been using the time to put a lot of effort into self-development which has been awesome I, I've even with my clients, I love that you say to get out there and just start chatting with people because when I um, coach any of my girls, I always say to them, just go fact finding. That's all you're doing. You're fact finding to begin with. And you're, you're building up relationships with people. And it doesn't mean you're going to marry this person, does it, Francis? It just means that you're trying to establish whether this person is the right person for you or whether, you know, you've got that mutual interest or not. But no, it, it has been absolutely awesome. So, Francis, if I said to you, one, just give me one tip for anybody that is maybe that little bit fearful for going online now and, you know, going out there and approaching people and getting out on the dating scene, what advice would you give them? Okay, so the first thing is, you know, there's 8 billion people in the world. There's actually a couple of people for us not just this one soulmate idea, you know. Love is like business. It's a numbers game. You have to get out there. You know, I always say, he's not like Santa going to come down the chimney to you. You have to put yourself out there. You have to get out and meet people. So say yes to everything, you know, get online. And if you feel, you know, even for single parents that, you know, can't leave their children and even financially, you know, couldn't afford a babysitter, the virtual dating that has come in, during COVID has been fantastic. I predict it will be like a screening process for people. It's free. You don't have to spend any money. You don't have to leave the house. So, you know, it's great for even, like I say, single parents. So if you feel, you know, I don't know whether I want to spend all this time and energy. People are so busy as well. Have a 20 minute virtual date. Put a time on it so nobody's under pressure. You can leave then after the 20 minutes, you know, say, would you like a virtual, you know, 20 minute coffee? You'll get to know the person way more with the tone of voice, with the picture, you know, virtually. And you can then decide whether you actually want to go in and meet them. So that would be a tip for me. But the second tip as well would be, you know, give everybody a chance. And of course, get offline as quick as you can safely meet in a safe place, obviously, because you need your five senses, you need your instinct and you need... Um, you know, to smell the pheromones of the person. That's really the chemistry where the chemistry comes in and you can't do that online. They're wonderful. I love that. And do you know what I love about it? When you said that, get out, like, get out there and smell the pheromones of the person. 
seriously now, Francis, my Dave must be fed up with me because I smell him all the time. I'm like, <laughs> I literally, like, he walk past me and I go, and I'm breathing in. And he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm just smelling you, darling. That's all. <laughs> I have this obsession with smell. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah I, I absolutely love those tips. And I am sure our viewers are really, really going to appreciate them as much as we appreciate you, Francis. So I just want to say thank you so much for being with us today and obviously sharing your expertise with our listeners. And we really, really do appreciate it. So thank you very much and much love to everybody. And remember, just keep being awesome. Loose Lips Podcast.